In a world full of video game graphics that are questionable and you're not sure if it's real. That's right. You could depend on uh, Neon Pock Dimension to have a conversation about it. Talk about the past. Talk about the future. Nerd the fuck out about what we like to nerd out about. What do you like to nerd out about? Let us know in the comments below. Hey, I'm Jacob. Uh, you got Miguel there in the middle. I'm like, he was looking down at something. I'm not exactly sure. Watching um, someone make an axe. No, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and then, of course, we have uh, the Zaddy Supreme, Mr. Gage, aka Luke Shot. First, what's up? Yolo, I'm here drinking Modelo Chilada on a Sunday. Mm, cool, Mother Russia. Um, you were doing Russian voice or something, right? Yeah, which is or weird Ukrainian. for for drinking a Mexican beer, but you know, whatever. Were you, were you like trying to support Ukraine or something with that <laughs> accent? I, I don't really know. No. No. no, just a funny accent. Just a funny accent. Okay. It's a funny day for us to be recording. Much into it. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what, like, what was that? <laughs> what nationality what a, <laughs> was that? What inspired me what? to make that choice? Yeah. No one knows. Can Lack you, of sleep. Say something in Spanish, Gage. Ay, uh, Dios mío. Lo siento. Disculpe. Con permiso. Let me see what else I got. He's just apologizing. Um, is that, a is that like a Canadian Mexican? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Lo siento. Uh, lo siento. Hey. Uh, wait, what's it? Me gusta la Putin. <laughs> oh, Putin's delicious. Sure. I do, love, I do love a good Putin. Or would it be El Putin, Miguel? Which one would it be? La Putin? No, it'd probably El be El Putin. Yeah. Probably El Putin. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What what uh like if we were doing like Mexican fusion poutine like what would we put on there because like carne you know, asada carne asada, carne asada. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, there has to be some sort of gravy though you know and cheese curds. oh no it would just be straight poutine with carne asada yeah I say I say maybe the maybe the okay. cheese is like white cheese instead of instead of yellow cheese like so instead of uh, once you start changing poutine is it really a poutine yeah I, I mean that's that's why it's fusion Miguel it's like no why it's Fusion. We used to yeah, do at the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, at the restaurant I used to uh, restaurant I used to work at, they did like duck mm -hmm. duck poutine fries, and that was pretty good. Um, that sounds good. Yeah, okay. it was fire. It was again, it was just poutine, but they just added like a, a really good like roast marinated well, duck. There's a fire. place in town called Pies and Fries that does pizzas and poutine. Wow! And every pizza they have can be a poutine. What's what's this? Whoa. What's this right here? What's carne asado or carne guisada? Maybe that could work. Asado? Yeah. Because it looks it's like. Because just... I I just googled carne asada gravy because that's the like the important portion of poutine is the cheese curds and the gravy right. Well, so the French fries. All of it's important. If you don't have one, no, you for don't sure, have for sure. But like, dude, what if they made? Yeah, what if it was cheese curds, but it was, like, made out of, like, cotija or something, you know? No, like, it would be Oaxacan soup. cheese is what you're looking for. Oh, yeah, Oaxacan. Oh, there you That's go. Call. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That's kind of like cheese mm. curds. I let's like make, that. Let's make this um, shit a reality, dude. Let's, let's, yeah, we should. I want to make this dish there, now. <laughs> there's a there's a burrito truck near near me that, that makes a really good asada fries, and they're, they're, they're fire. They're essentially just... Cheesy fries with the, with carne asada on them, but they're pretty good. I I, like I hope wherever you are in California, and I'm talking directly to the viewer, listener, whoever, mm. wherever you are in California, I hope within like 
10 minute radius that you have some kind of awesome carne asada fries because it's fucking California. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. Well, especially in Southern California, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, Southern California Mexican food definitely, um, you know, definitely is superior to what we have up here. But I will say, I mean, you know, really fresh avocados here. We still have like really Mm. good local meat and stuff and i think i think the the mexican food up here is actually still pretty good there's a couple burrito trucks especially what you would get in like tennessee yeah exactly middle of the country somewhere (laughs) yeah totally way better than god when i lived in new york city there was just not good mexican food anywhere i just couldn't find i don't know yeah you're right i Um, did find um i've heard the last times i was out there there was a taco stand in a subway station nice people were from el paso and that's where oh, I was cool. from. And the tacos were actually really good. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, the the I found um, you know, it's not exactly Mexican, it's more like Salvadorian, but there was a street market near my in my one of my neighborhoods in Brooklyn that did um pupusas. Ooh, pupusas. Uh, these late these ladies did pupusas at this little it was just like a, a no no bells and whistles stand, but that was always really good. I was I, they were Did, did you sure. ever go to the um, Mexican tortilla triangle? Where's that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a uh, uh, a tortilla factory, mm-hmm. like a legitimate tortilla factory. Whoa, there is. That's I, yeah, I it's. Um, I wanted to go check it out when I found out about it. So it wasn't that far from my one of my apartments, like the second apartment I lived in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So I never specifically went there, but I did remember hearing about. It. I was like, oh, that's an industry city. Cool. Yeah, whatever. That's so did exciting. Did you ever go to uh, Taco Mahal? No, I didn't. Taco Mahal. Yeah, it's uh Is that fusion? It, that's a fusion of Indian and Mexican. Ooh. Nice. And the owner was a Indian Mexican. <laughs> that's fucking cool. Nice. Yeah. That's authentic. It was really good. That I is that's 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 a that's a rare combo, I'm going to be honest. It no um, it is. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. The uh in San Francisco, if you're ever in San Francisco, there's a place called Curry Up now, and they do like tikka masala burritos and stuff. They're okay. pretty good. I still um, have. I still the, have yet to have good, like, like a awesome Indian restaurant like experience because I've only had it one cool. time. So we yeah. need to go, yep. Jacob. I know, Sydney man. And I all the time. We need to go, dude. We need to we bring need to me. Bring me. Bring me. Yeah, we'll bring, bring you next me. time. We were talking about it. Yay! Um, Hell yeah! Cool guys. Well, that's exciting. We like to nerd out about food a lot here. If that's not obvious, sure. you want, I mean, it might be me who brings up food every time. But it's just, I don't know, man. I just can't help it. All uh, us, all nerds have to eat, and we typically like to eat really dank stuff. So you know, yeah, dude. Uh, Chiba Hut. You need to try Chiba Hut. Oh, dude, yeah. You come. I've had Chiba Hut. It's incredible. You come to Vegas, dude. Please here, Gage, need Chiba to try Hutt. Chiba Hut out. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I have a kind I'm of ready. funny best friend homie that's coming to Vegas for one night on Wednesday, and he's like trying to meet up for a drink or something. He's like, let's go to Hofbrau cool. House. I've been there before. It was fun. But then I was like. Maybe I could recommend like something new for you here in Vegas, sure. and so I need to pick you and Mc- you and Joy's brains because you guys come up with good ideas all the time. I would say oh, Chiba Hut would be cool. Where are they from? Uh, Salt Lake. Salt Lake, cool. Salt Lake City, yeah. Okay. So they're gonna go see like this soccer game or something. So oh, yeah, okay. shout outs to Mr. Hawks, uh, the homie. Uh, oh yeah. All right, guys. Enough of this uh, banter up top. It's always fun to banter up top, but just remember, Neon Pocket Dimension, place to nerd out on whatever it is you nerd out on. Whatever that may be, just let us know. 
Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll do an episode on something that we don't nerd on out on and someone else does. Like, I always bring up That's true. Knitting, I like that. Knitting, sewing, you know? We had Mochi Squeeze on here to talk about books once. That was, that was a good time. You know what I mean? But today we're going to talk all about video game graphics and uh, just the mindfuck that it is these days of, like, just how real it's starting to look and whatnot. Before, before we get into that, we start every episode out with our WIBNU. WIBNU stands for what you've been nerding out on. You know what I mean? What have you been nerding out on, guys? This past Cheers. week. Those goes. Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> I, um, it's been, it's been a you know, a little bit of a down week as far as what I've been nerding out on. Um, yeah. Finished Mandalorian. In case there's people who still need to finish it, I uh, I'll I'll leave it vague, but. Enjoyed the season. I think, you know, after maybe the first or second episode of the season, I realized pretty quick, I was like, this isn't going to be prestige television in the same way. Like, it's not going to blow my face off. But so I just kind of set my expectations low and was like, I'll just have fun and watch some weekly Star Wars. Yeah. And uh, I'd, say that, I'd say that's what it turned out to be. I think there's some really sloppy Whoa. story to like, like writing in the show. Um, I think there's I think it's a pretty... Uh, uh, pretty up and down as far as like, is this for kids? Is this goofy? Is this serious? Like, you know, there's a there's a bit of a like, dis- there you go. There's a bit of a dysfunctional tone to the show, but I think ultimately there's some good moments and there's some good like just Star Wars stuff in it. And um, yeah, I had fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would I would say it was still probably like a six out of ten of a series, but like for real? or. I'll give it three pockets out of five pockets, but um, nice. You can do points as well. Point five. Three and a half. Three and a half pockets sounds about I, right. I finished um, it. I thought it was fun. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it, so I highly recommend it. Again, the last two episodes I, fu- I felt like were awesome. I just felt like the way that we got there throughout the season were kind of like, like, eh, I mean, I just, I guess I'm feeling like it could either be a little bit more episodic than it is and be more Monster of the Week. Uh, or pirate of the week or whatever, or yeah. like do a continuous arc that feels like it builds to something. It feels like it's like kind of not really choosing between those two. But you know what? Ultimately, know. like I said, it was pretty. Like it was, there was an arc there. I mean, I can kind of see what you're saying as far as it not being super cohesive. But overall, I think it was heading somewhere. Um, yeah, no, totally. And it got there. But, it did get there. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the show is trying to be. To be honest with you almost feel like it was just kind of almost in a way that this season was kind of finishing up like a storyline from Clone Wars. Yeah, I agree. Right? Um, so that's mainly what it's kind of doing is kind of what I felt. So I don't know what it's going to do going forward because it almost ended in a sense that where it could be just episodic. But at the Yeah, same I'm time, wondering. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, I'm wondering if maybe the like torch is kind of getting passed to Ahsoka next. Like if if they're kind of going to put like Din and Grogu's journey. Uh, and this isn't anything too spoily, Jacob. Don't worry. But um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I wonder if they're going to kind of put their journey. It seems like they're in a place where it's kind of like, you know, they could we could we could pan away from them for a little while and and look at some of the other threads that were being laid out in the season. Yeah. So and so I- yeah, I'm in, I'm totally down. I'm down with it for sure. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't want it to go on too long. And be like season ten. And it's just them doing shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not into that kind of 
TV anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't watch a lot of stuff that way either. No, uh, so, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but go on, continue, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that was good, uh, please. Um, yeah, so anyways, that was, you know, like I said, I think when I kind of turned my, like, and or brain off and just was like, I'm just going to enjoy this. I liked, I thoroughly just, you know, we had a good time. I shoot, liked it. Everything was, yeah, it was cool. Um, I got and then, yeah. And then I've been, uh, I got a new soundboard, I've, everybody. I'm sorry. I can, I can tell. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, wait, listen, good. listen to this one really quick. Looky, looky. I got a hooky. Did you hear that? I did. Okay. I got a looky, <laughs> looky. I got a hooky. That's solid. And this one. For real? I was told to pull that out of, um, I think it's Persona 5 or something. Oh, okay. It's it one of those like perform. They said, oh, just, this guy says for real a lot. And so I, I thought this one was funny. For real? Awesome. Uh, uh, sorry. Funnily enough, I, funnily enough, I started <laughs> Persona 5 back up. Oh, shit. Um, so we'll just, we'll use that. We'll jump off. We'll, you know. Great job. Give what. Great job! I've got, you know I got to deal what's dealt to me. Um, yeah, I started Persona Five on PlayStation Four uh, years ago. Yeah, and Aishu and Aishu and I were actually kind of playing through it, or she was like watching me, or we'd switch off a little bit. I think. Did you play any Persona Five, love? A little bit, yeah. Was oh, that Aishu in the background? Yeah, it is. She's changing oh. a diaper. Hi, Aishu. Hi, Aishu. She's di- diaper changing. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yeah, we, we were playing through that, and we got through the first. Uh, palace or whatever they call them, dungeon, pretty much, and um, and then I gave my PlayStation Four away to my nephew who could not uh, solidify a PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and so I was PlayStationless, still am, uh, but yeah, it's on Xbox now. So I uh, I started it up. I've barely gotten through. It's kind of one of those situations where I really wish I could just somehow get through that first palace because I kind of don't really want to do it all over again but um mm-hmm. but it is what it is and uh, but i do really want to see the rest of that game and this is uh persona 5 royale so they added a bunch of stuff to it so um mm-hmm. you know once i get past that first palace it's going to be a completely <laughs> brand new game so mm-hmm. we'll see uh but yeah there was that and then and, and then uh i it's just been keep go- keeping going on this Fortnite season i we mm-hmm. streamed on the pocket dimension on what was that thursday uh, 420 yes. yes it was yeah, twas. Yeah, you, it was fun. Jacob jumped in. We had some of the yeah. I call them the fiends, aka um, Los, Ruben, and Keen, who have been on some content, Odd Valley content before, and uh, and uh, yeah, they're good folks. Keen's been on here, I guess. Keen's been on this on a, podcast. Yeah, he was on the Neon Pocket Dimension podcast. Yeah. So uh, talking cool about game award stuff and so uh so yeah, yeah it was fun we we got on there we we've been running a lot of games recently and we've been wrecking fools and uh yeah. it was fun we got a couple we got a couple second places that night right and then um well i came in i came in got you guys the fourth place you know what i mean came in clutch oh, with, yeah. with fourth place uh and that was good i think second place so yeah we got a second place you know we're up and, there and then actually and then later that night, actually after the stream, we got a we got a victory, so that was cool. Well, um, of course, <laughs> of course. I know off off stream, of course. But it was like it was literally the last one of the night, and we were being super uh-huh. lazy, and we were just trying to do some like uh, some yeah. of like the missions that it gives you. Uh-huh. And and uh, we were like literally not meaning to win at all, and then we were like, oh, we're down to the last two, and then we just pwned on them, and we're like, oh, that was cool. We pwned um, their faces. 
They pwn their faces. So that's been fun. I'm like level 70 in that now, which is cool. And uh, actually, talking about graphics, Fortnite is uh, one of the only Unreal Engine 5 games I play. And, you know, it's a a blast, man. It's been a good... This season, I think, is especially fun. The ODM gear... Oh, hey, here we are. Mm -hmm. Um, The ODM gear from Attack on Titan in it is like a total game changer and is really fun. I think it's one of those things that they've added in that's like actually enjoyable. Um, yeah, and it kind of makes it kind of makes me want like a good Attack on Titan game, dude, um, for real. Because I, because I know the ones that the, that the Bandai Namco ones are trash. So you know, yeah, that whatever. Uh, that ODM gear is amazing. It's so much fun. Although it's sort of it <laughs> seems like they figured that shit out. They figured out how to do a certain like mechanic with Spider Man. And then exactly. they just did a bunch of stuff that kind of used similar concepts and sort of a tweak of the code uh, to, you know, all work together. Like, yeah. uh, yep. what I'm trying to remember the other thing. Like, after the Spider-Man one, there was another thing where you could, like, attach to the tops of things to propel yourself. And then the ODM gear does that as well. But Yeah, it was like a grappling hook in that there you season. Go. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that one, but I think, I don't know, there's just something about this that just feels really fluid, and once you get the hang yeah. of it, you're like, this oh, yeah. movement is, like, it's, it's awesome. It's, I feel like yeah. after all of that stuff, ODM gear is probably, like, the best iteration of it, uh, and I was fucking just, I was ecstatic. Oh, dude, this, yeah. okay, this part, I'll just quickly say this part. Uh, oh, we yeah. Playing, <laughs> we all had snipers, and we were just on the top of this hill, and we were just raining down sniper bullets on anyone in the Mega City, and it was fucking yeah. hilarious, dude. Yeah, people were just moment. like, what the fuck? Stop it. <laughs> we were like, all just raining out. Lighting them up with, like, auto snipers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, it's, so a good, fun, it's a good time, you know? I, I continue to just, like, need um, video game comfort food. So yeah. I've been bouncing between fallout i've been playing some ssx3 and yeah. fortnite so, so nothing new to report on really but you know um i bo- booted up persona 5 in it with intents of like mm-hmm. um i don't know just some turn-based like easy enough like do a little bit of do a couple missions and then yeah call it call it good you know? um i'm gonna need you to do a, some x ssx3 streams please um yeah i'm planning on for it. the channel because that'd be really fun you know miguel also i know that you like your uh your retro games, you know, we got to get some of that retro game footage uh, for the channel. Jacob, do you think? Do you yeah, think yeah. that? Um, do you think that the it's in-game fun. soundtrack for that would get us copyright strict on Twitch? Yeah, so I would just cut the music. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. I'll put some. I'll put yeah. some. Uh, some lo-fi beats to to snowboard yeah. to. Um, right. Yeah. yeah, you could just do exactly. You could do uh, uh, royalty-free music. With, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's because I brought the fan downstairs. That's why. Anyway. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, anyways, I'll, I'll move on because I know we got a, sh- uh, a hard out later. So that's my web new. Cool. Miguel, what you got? Um, well, mainly uh, Mandalorian for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished that finally. Um, I mainlined the first seven episodes. And then I finished nice. yesterday. So. But uh, overall, I still definitely watch. Um, what else did I do? I've still been playing um, Atomic Heart been hard to kind of finish <laughs> it's not bad but it is it is what it is it's i i'm gonna finish it i think okay i still we'll have still haven't even started it miguel we'll sure see what happens um i played a little bit of uh last of us just the very, nice. very beginning um, which which day. which version the uh playstation 4 remastered remastered okay cool yeah, that's the version i have 
And then, um, I want to say, I, oh, I watched Blazing Saddles this week. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> Still a classic. Yeah. Uh, problematic, it's, but funny. It, it is problematic. Funny I was itself. watching and going, man, they use that word a lot. I mean, but it's that's the whole point of the movie. It's so. a satire, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, the whole point. Yeah. Um, overall, and you feel like Richard, Richard Pryor's all for it. So you're like, all right, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, for real. So overall, that that uh, that was good. Um, what else did I do? There was something else I watched. Just, I think just the scene where uh, she she does like that that lady does like the whole musical number where she's like, oh, I you know I dominate every man, and then the next scene is her like making a million sausages for this like for this, the sheriff, the black dude. <laughs> so like, probably well, a, it's a big dick joke. Where, um, my favorite part of that movie is the old lady. Oh yeah. Where he helps them, and yeah. then she comes and brings a pie, and she says, "Don't tell anybody." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so perfect. It's great. That movie is great. Like, it's classic. I didn't realize how old it was. It's very like old. It's old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like nine years older than me. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, last time we watched it, uh, we had at my grandparents' house. They have an you know acre, big backyard. My cousin's getting married there in June, and we did like a, a drive-in movie theater type, you know, like outside projector theater thing. All watching that awesome. movie with the younger cousins and drinking smokehouse whiskey, uh, Nevada, Nevada uh, bourbon. Excuse me, smokehouse bourbon, smoke wagon. Fuck. Smoke Sorry. wagon. Sorry. Continue. But uh, I did that, and then uh, what else did I do? Um, I think that's pretty much it that I can think of. I'm sure I'm, I did some other stuff, but I don't remember at this point. You do any gaming? Uh, just Tom Clark. That's it. Oh, yeah. I and and Last of Us, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I still find it pretty admirable, your dedication to just finish a game and then I try it out. Especially if it's something i want to play like normally mm. like if i was buying games on steam i would yeah well one i only buy them if they're super cheap anyway and then i hate doing that because then i find that like oh this game's not you know keeping my attention yeah and then i don't go back to it and i'm thinking a time of cart might do that for me um yeah well you didn't buy it you at least didn't buy it that's a good thing about games. yeah no and i didn't buy it. exactly you know what i mean and honestly i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you i'm a little surprised it's a six dollar game but yeah, you're not alone, dude. I've heard that a lot, actually. Like, okay. I still haven't even but, started that game up, and I I need to beat like Dishonored One. Still, I still need to beat uh, Death Loop. Like, there's all sorts of games, man. Everyone's like, oh. Too. What's that? I'm so sorry. What? what I, I'm sorry. I fell off a of Death Death Loop. Yeah. I was in the playing that too. Yeah. Well, that's just an that embarrassment. Just an so, embarrassment of riches, dude. You know, all these games. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I'm feeling like I might go start a Fallout 3 playthrough. Nice. That'd be cool. We'll see if Hell I'm, yeah. I'm not sure yet. See, um, now that's a stream series I'd love to watch, Miguel. I was um, looking at you create the perfect Sorry. character. The perfect character. Yeah. Where essentially you get all the stats to 100. Oh, oh, yeah, right. So there is a way to do it. Yeah. But I guess you have to like run to Rivet City right at the beginning of the game. Okay. To get the intelligence bobblehead. Oh, so it'll give you enough experience throughout. And then it'll give you experience. You get enough points. And then when you're picking up all the books, it, it everything goes to 100. So it doesn't matter what you end up doing. But I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I'm going to look at um, some builds online and see what, what I do. Nice. 
Cool. It has been on my mind, but, but that's pretty much it. Nice. Cool. Uh, any interest in Fallout 76 in any form? I mean, maybe. Because <laughs> if you ever want to play that game... We could play that, or we could play Valheim. I was having a good time. I know, dude. Uh, so I'm gonna just, we're gonna fold right into my wife new right now. Um, had Justin, right. the homie from D and D, aka my coworker. Uh, we were playing Valheim last night on that same oh, server. Okay. Uh, he grabbed his character, and then which had you know, they, dude, Miguel. They only had two of the bosses left to beat on that server, so they had, oh, okay. he had all sorts of crazy ass gear. Um, and I was showing him around, and uh, you know, he started uh, like. There's this other area to the east that we sailed to, if you remember. Remember that camp? When I died, I respawned there, and you had to pick me up. I think I called it Storm Camp. Uh, yeah. A little bit into the forest by there, there was, like, this little farming town that we sort of passed by. Essentially, we just co-opted that for a new base and put a portal from our home base to there. Okay. So we have that, and there's just a bunch of stuff to mine over there. So, like, he just, like, really quickly put up a base... To, uh, like took one of the towers and just kind of built it up a little and then we were playing and then he showed me around his server that he was playing with his old discord people which they don't play anymore and half of them they're not even friends with them anymore i guess so he's like if you want to take anything out of the chest go ahead and i was like like, wow. like you miguel i was all like i don't know if i want to skip too far ahead you know i kind of want the natural progression but you know i definitely grabbed as many bronze bars as i could fucking grab you know because that's what we're in the middle of of doing but fun ass game we'll continue doing streams with that i mean i was even thinking of playing some more today because i was having so much fun um you know because we're built building stuff up we got like in our base we built like a little dock we have one of those the second ship that you could build and we're sailing around doing stuff you know i want to check out some other uh uh islands because there's fucking islands everywhere well I, I do want to plot out around the island that we we were on, like the main island that we started on. I just want to plot out the radius at least, and just be able to like see the full map of that first island to see what's on there. Well, we need to pick me up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where you're at, but hey, there's at least there's a portal. That was <laughs> between... where that second boss was, remember? Oh shit, yeah. So I gotta come pick you up. But uh, that game is a lot of fun. Uh, it was. Really glad that it's on Game Pass, uh, so that more people can jump in. I mean, it's not that expensive of a game, but we all know like twenty, forty bucks is still, you know, that's a, that's beer money right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and the fact that it's just so easily cross-play, like Gage, you can also just hop on on your Xbox and join join right in yeah. with us. Uh, even no, I plan to at some point. I, I've been looking yeah. for a new multiplayer game to play, so that sounds fun. Well, there's a million. Uh, but absolutely let's play that one uh, and it's cool because then you could just jump in the server I started on Steam like forever ago on the Xbox awesome. version so so if I jump in yeah. is like you guys have beaten a boss already so is that boss going to be beat for me as well uh, you won't have the progress of beating the vo- the boss no of course but, yeah uh, but you'll get whatever bonuses there are you can go to the stone and get the thing yeah cool. it's essentially to unlock like the recipes for stuff all you have to do is pick up the material that uses the that the recipe needs and then it'll unlock mm. stuff so you just like literally come into our camp and just start picking up like one of each thing and putting it in your inventory all of a sudden you'll have everything and then i could just cool. kit you out with the stuff we're doing and it's it trust me it's a lot of fun uh but yeah. w- what game have i really been playing li- lately 
uh you know as the xbox shill of the podcast of course i have to try all the new xbox games i'm looking forward to redfall gonna play the shit out of that i know it for sure we're gonna be doing streams for the channel you know it but before that a game called minecraft legends came out and we need to talk Mm. about this game it's a lot of fun uh i'm honestly enjoying the campaign a lot i'm very curious about the versus mode um but if you don't know what is minecraft legends it is a strategy game uh third third person camera view uh it's similar to brutal legend in that way where it's sort of like a real-time strategy but you're, you're in third person view you're not like managing the battlefield from like a god position you know you have to actually like run up to stuff to build in that area or like run up to the units to command them to go places obviously it's simplified kind of like minecraft dungeons is a simplified version of uh uh, diablo this game is like a simplified version of uh age of empires but like mixed up with the gameplay of uh brutal legend but without the action the action stuff like there's not combos and, and like special abilities like there were in brutal legend essentially to attack you just hold b and you just slash you slash and there's like about a second cooldown each slash you know but most of the game what you're doing is um you're either building defenses or offenses uh uh to build the things you have to have the ability to harvest the specific um materials that they take to build or whatever so that's everything from minecraft so like redstone uh diamond uh iron uh there's also coal all that stuff so uh different towers or like different like buff buildings like you can get a masonry uh building if you just put that down then every like wall around the masonry building will start to just become stone over time for instance or uh, if you want your towers to just be stronger, like to do more damage per second or to shoot faster or to shoot like explosive, right? Uh, bullets or whatever, or, uh, arrows. Then you have to build like a buff building. That's just what I'm calling them. Uh, essentially in the radius of where the thing is. And then it'll like, you know, make it do the thing better, whatever it is. So that's kind of the, the way it works. The way that units are built is you have like spawners or essentially like summon squares for each type of unit and you literally go up to it and then hold x on your controller i don't recommend you play mouse keyboard in this game i feel like it's weird it feels weird (laughs) it really is like more of a controller game uh so if you hold x next to the spawner it just starts immediately spawning the units of course it does cost resources but like not much uh, and there's different units, and they each do different things. If you hold right trigger, you can command them to charge or focus on a unit. The only problem, and this is what the IGN review was saying too that I watched, is that you can't really individually command the units. So it's just like if they're in your area and you make a command, every and or every one of your units will go. You know, so that's sort of a drawback. Mm. But then if you just play within the confines of the game, it's simple but also fun. Uh, which, you know, I think it took the second uh, session of the game itself for me to kind of understand the flow of it. Like, for one, I didn't realize you can't attack buildings yourself. Like, only your units can. So I was like, oh, I'm wasting my time trying to slash a building. It's not doing anything. So then you really, like, you command your units to do stuff, and then you just attack the mobs. And you can kill the mobs faster than they can. You know, but they can knock down either really big enemies or buildings uh, if you command them. But also, like, being able to get those redstone uh, launchers is awesome. It's basically like your trebuchet, you know, if you guys remember the Age of Empire 
uh thing meme yes, from yes. before uh like now in the campaign, I'm able to build three redstone launchers at the same time. So like I go up to them one by one, select a target. They shoot two, uh, like can you know cannonballs or whatever. Uh, and then there's like a full minute cooldown. You know what I mean? So I just have them focus on stuff after I've already set my units to attack another building. Before you know it, I'm just like demolishing these bases. Uh, so yeah, it's you know same strategy stuff. You need to res- uh, gather the resources to build the stuff. You build the stuff to uh, either have more defenses or to buff up your defenses, and then you build the uh, buildings to summon in the units. And so it's just about managing all that stuff um, because the resources won't continuously gather. Uh, you know, you have to like go to them specifically, and then once the resources are gone, you have to like put the resource gatherers on another one. You know what I mean? So like. Gathering resources, managing defenses, and commanding units is all really active. All this being mm. said, like the campaign's fun, but I'm really excited for co-op and especially versus because versus is up to a four-player team where you guys all share the same resource caps and resources themselves and unit caps, right? So it's like one oh, team rat. essentially doing everything to like either defend, attack, or gather. Um, and I find that really interesting. Like this could be like a really cool esport game, to be honest, um, because of the simplicity, but also because of the strategy of it. So I just kind of want to test it out for myself. But I-, I recommend if you like strategy stuff at all, if you like Brutal Legend and you just kind of want to try out a new game, try it out. You got Game Pass. You can play Minecraft Legends. Uh, and like if you have a friend that wants to play, jump in, play some co-op. Um, I still have yet to try that out. But the game itself is fun. And uh so far, you know, I give it like a three to three point five out of out of five pockets. You know, it's it's just a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, I already like kind of backed off of it. Played another game, uh, after like the third or fourth session, Valheim, because I was like, okay, I'm having fun with Minecraft Legends, but I need to build up my vi- Viking base. So, uh, <laughs> and your like, lo- your longhouse <laughs> for real. Uh, quick Gundam update. Uh, we are. Almost done with season. Spam those Gundam updates in the chat. Woo! <laughs> we are almost through season one of Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, there was a very sad death. I think episode twenty-two or something. I'm not going to spoil it. It fucking blew my mind, and it was depressing. And this is why Gundam such a the Gundam shows are so good because shit can go so wrong, and characters will just die, just like Game of Thrones. Uh, so cool. really like that. Uh, and then, fi- like I said earlier, Final-, Final Fantasy V, I just got to the second world, so making my way through that game. Pretty excited to get through that one and get to six, but I still have to say Final Fantasy V is, the of all of the classic ones i played, the best one so far, because it's really introducing the job chain system with, like, the uh, ability to, like... Full like learn an ability that you can carry over to other jobs, which is something you can do in a lot of Final Fantasy games these days, like Final Fantasy Tactics Advance games and whatnot. <coughs> it kind of all started with five, and so just that system of like, oh, we need to grind a little to get this job to remember this ability to carry over to use when I'm another job. I don't know. I just find that really fun. So, uh, loving it. Can't wait to get to Final Fantasy VI because a lot of people my age say that's the best Final Fantasy game, and I've never really played it before. So, uh, me neither. It's a blind spot. Yeah. Blind spot for me. 
Oh, and then watch more Night Fight. Still can't recommend that enough. Night Fight rules. Uh, and then we started watching uh, Beef, Miguel, and we're on episode three. Uh, and there's something Here else we watched. What the fuck did we watch? Oh, that's what I did. I remember this week. I knew I was doing something. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, we played D&D the other night, and uh, they they fought some zombies, and that was fun. Yeah, D&D was fun. Nice. I was, I started watching How's that going? The last season of Better Call Saul. That's what it was. Sorry. Ah, D&D's oh, nice. I'd need to watch that still. Uh, when it first dropped, I watched, like, the first five episodes, and I was like, this is cool, and then I just never watched it again. So, eventually... I'll get around to it. Uh, there's something else, I'm sure, but that's it for the Wibe New this week. We got graphics to talk about. Now let's talk about fucking video game graphics, guys. So, something I always like to do um, on this podcast is roll back the clock to the beginning. You know what I mean? To the, our first memories. And we, we've talked about this more than once. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. But uh, Gage supplied this video, so we're gonna we're gonna play it in the background. But um, just like man, it's crazy how far video game graphics have, have come, right, guys? Seriously, it's true. yeah, absolutely. It's like mind it's like mind blowing. I'm gonna try to find this promotional video uh, video as well. Um, <laughs> let's just watch this commercial with Jack Black, uh, and you know. Oh yeah, most, so good. Most people have seen this uh, commercial um like a hundred times because like i don't know i was just watching a jack black video where he was talking about like oh yeah my first acting gig was this commercial and uh sorry i need to get this window uh nope, uh, nope. That one? um yeah i put yep. this in i put this in here just to yep. uh yep. kind of yep. like give us okay. a jumping off point from you know <laughs> like the simplest of graphics to sorry go ahead go for it no, go for it. Just the simplest of graphics to what we're going to be talking about today, which is the complete other end of the spectrum. So well, we should have started with Pong then. Oh, I'll bring up Pong uh, well, yeah. too. <laughs> uh, well, let's watch this last, commercial. Last night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry, surrounded by giant scorpions and man-eating crocodiles. Well, Harry and I just grabbed the van, swung through the trees, and over the tar pits and found the jungle treasure. It was really neat. If you haven't met Pitfall Harry, you're missing the year's most incredible video game adventure. Pitfall for the Atari 2600 and in television. Since I met Pitfall Harry... No other man will do. What the fuck? By David yeah, right? <laughs> That's a child. Did not pass the... That game. Did not pass that one uh, thing. What's that test? The the bell? The something bell? What? Bechtel. Bechtel. There you go. Bechtel. Bechtel. Yeah. Did you know that that uh, Bechtel test thing comes from like a comic strip? Interesting. Did you guys, did you guys know that? I heard that on NPR. The... The term comes from a comic book or a comic strip where, like, it was just, like, you know, three panels where they were just basically discussing, like, yeah, women are always talking about men and everything. And, like, you know, it was, like, a joke there. And that's the reason why it's called the Bechdel uh, uh, test because that was the name of the 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 cartoonist. Hmm. Just so you know. Really interesting. Uh, the more you know. Do, do, oh, it, I have that. Hold on, wait. Where is it? I have that. <laughs> See, I do have it. Wow, that's a, that's on cue right there. Yeah, I have it. That's good. Uh, I also that's have good. this one. Did you? Know that? Did, did you now that, I do. Did that come through? <laughs> it did. 
<laughs> the soundboard has some 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 great additions, by the way, like this one. So random. Here's one last. But one. Yeah, man, Pitfall. <laughs> Pitfall Harry. There you go. Wee wee wee. Uh, Pitfall nice. Harry. Yeah. Uh, Pitfall is an incredible game, but you saw those graphics, guys. That's what it used to look like, and that used to be mind blowing. You know what I mean? At a certain time, yeah. Um, yeah, mind blowing times in in video games, like the graphic leaps. I think like, you know, I kind of started off on sixty four. Really, like I played some, I played some Super NES, right? But um, mm. but really, like, I I didn't really get the mind blowing jump from two D to three D that a lot of people did because I like some of my earliest video game memories are. Banjo Kazooie and stuff like Mario Kart, you know. So cheat and gauge. <laughs> sure. Yeah, for real. I mean, I the well fir- first game I again I played I played SNES, but I played SNES after I had already played a Game Boy and then a, a, a Nintendo sixty four. So like my brain already could fathom both, you know. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those things where I went from uh, an Atari twenty six hundred. Mm-hmm. To uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's crazy. Totally. That's so, crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I played uh, NES, but I didn't own one. So, mm-hmm. but it's kind of been interesting having played some of those old games and then getting to the point where I'm now to kind of see it the way oh. the progression that the games have had. As far as you know, don't want to sound like one of those old people, but back in my day. <laughs> back in my day flashback looked amazing yeah exactly and then flashback it, was amazing. Yeah. it's true it is but, true though but for me it's like i i remember the first time i i put in you know for me it was like the pc gaming jump was kind of the the, the big first jump that i had where it's like even like even games like counter-strike which have a very weird style to them they kind of look like that old microsoft screensaver that where you'd like go through the maze so you know they've like got the flat wall textures and stuff like that but but uh, even then, I remember like going to Counter Strike, and then certainly playing Morrowind on the PC for the first time. Mm-hmm. I was like mind blown, absolutely. And even like Warcraft Three, I st- I remember oh like God. even just like kind of the, the the style of it, because Warcraft Two was so like drawing look, like you know, it was so pixely and looked like a looked like an old kind of weird drawing. And then Warcraft Three was so polygonal and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't know. There was there was a lot to to that kind of stuff. Even just like the atmospheric effects of like the fog and you know the way that the elf trees like moved and stuff. It was it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, and then there's games like King's Quest, man. I mean, look at that. <laughs> I mean, look at that. <laughs> Looks like a doodle and a little flash doodle, you know. Uh, Oregon Trail. Oh, Oregon Trail. Sure. Original. That was probably one of my first PC games. To be 100 percent honest with you. I want the original Mac original Oregon, Trail. Oregon Trail. Not this crap that they have out now. It's crap. Yeah, it's all caca. It is crap. Give me this old school Macintosh Oregon Trail, the one oh, that I played. Look at the UI of that old Macintosh. That's oh. that brings it back. Oh look, this person's named their uh, characters shit guy, vomit guy, and asshole. Wow, cool. classic. Oh, he's doing is the this hunting. Right? No, this isn't the right one. This still isn't the right one, yeah. I need no. the like nineteen eighty one. This one, because like, the, yeah, the OG one's like DOS, it's DOS, right? Yeah, it's yeah. full on DOS. I need the Apple II one. Oh, here we go. This is the one. 
actually. Right here. Check it out. Yeah, this is the one. It's the fucking one I remember, dude. And the hunting was the best part. Right there, yeah. Oh, yeah, you would just hunt so much that you're, you know, you're... We'd have too much meat and we couldn't carry it. <laughs> yeah, well, also you would overload your wagon and then not be able to ford the rivers ever. And well, be like, true. why yeah. doesn't it work? It's because you have 1,000 pounds of food, you fucking moron. Well, I don't want to starve. Yeah, well, <laughs> you also don't want to drown, don't you? Um, I'm going to die of dysentery anyways. <laughs> That's true. I love that song, by the way, from uh, Book of Mormon, where they're talking about dysentery. There's like, drink the water, <laughs> shit the water, drink the same water, shit more, etc. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, so old, like that's the graphics I grew up with, man. Uh, I think we showed this on another episode where we were talking about uh, uh, Heroes of Might and Magic, but the first one, that's yeah. the one I had. Um, and those graphics were so amazing. And you look at them now and you're like, whoa. But then ni- the 90s, I feel like they started to hit the uh, the polygons like pretty hard. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at like Donkey mm-hmm. Kong Cr- Country 1, uh, for instance. This is a great example of 90s polygonal graphics but not actually in 3d um like they would essentially go into uh like a renderer right and make these see you know 3d graphics but then they would export them as sprites right so it's still 2d but it is 3d right at the same time but you're not actually processing the game in 3d the only games that you would that would process in 3d in like the super nintendo era were like doom right and even then wait wasn't Doom only on the N64? Oh, well, no, there was, was Doom 64, but Doom... There was a Super Nintendo Doom? Yes. Right. And, and like, it was a red cartridge. Right, yes, it was, which was incredible. Um, but the thing about those old 3D games is they you're, weren't... You're forgetting about Star Fox. Yeah, yeah Star. I was yeah, going to bring Star up Fox. Star Fox as well. Yeah. Uh, that, that game was like straight up 3D, and it ran at like 20 frames per second. Which is and incredible. that was probably the first 3D game, if I'm not mistaken, on the Super Nintendo. Uh, I believe you. You're correct. Because um, it was it was using the what's it called Z Z targeting or something. It's like a or no, what is it? It's Z. I don't remember. I don't the know. Thing, they made yeah. some sort of proprietary technology for it, yes. and I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember the graphics and on the Super Nintendo were like amazing, and I remember looking at like super mario world and thinking like oh these graphics are great and then donkey kong country came out and it was like yo how many colors are there i didn't know there's this many colors like period well that plus plus just like the even subtle the subtlety of the background having depth right like yeah really changes the game as far as like you know like the 2.5 d's i mean it's only one plane of play but like the the backgrounds having so much atmosphere was pretty cool yeah and, and and like um, like you were saying with Star Fox, Star Fox was incredible. So it's still one of my favorite games. Um, the original Star Fox for SNES. Um, but those graphics were like, wow. Like when you got to the fucking, what is it? Th- this fight right here. Uh, when you're fighting Andros oh, yeah. at the end and it's like this polygonal face and you got to shoot his glowing eyes and stuff. I mean, this shit blew my fucking mind. Well, it, good it was crazy. Like, game like that. It was like what? It's like Lawnmower Man, dude. But you're playing. Yeah, it, it felt it felt like it felt like you were playing the movie Tron or something. You know, yeah, like the, the right. 1984 one. Yeah, which is crazy. And look at this. That's there's Andros cube face flying around. Yeah. Like, 
that should, i mean look at that it turns into a bull like man so many shapes and we were like whoa man but it is i don't even think it's hitting 20 frames per second to be honest uh, and that's, that's kind of the problem right? <laughs> back then like the the processing power of these machines just couldn't just couldn't handle it and it's like there were stro- like better computers out there that could render like you know more interesting things like i forget exactly when uh toy story came out that was like peak cg graphics you know it was like 95 i think yeah 1995 so like you could make it happen but like nothing could process it that like i'm sure rendering that movie must have took like a week or maybe longer you know <laughs> like i would i would guess longer yeah, yeah maybe sure longer. on those old unless they were running like room size supercomputers which maybe pixar was but yeah um, it still holds up in my opinion that movie's great oh Totally. It's great. No, I do love it, you know. But I'm just saying, like, in that same era when Star Fox came out, like, the gaming machines we had couldn't handle graphics like oh, that, of course. Of course. And so, yeah. you know, and in the PS2 or PS1 era, it was like there were cutscenes that had pretty awesome graphics like that. And you think about, like, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VIII, other games from Square and other games in, the, in that vein. The cutscenes are crazy. You're like, ooh, man. I wish that was the graphics and you get into the game and it's like pixelated polygonal fucking oh, no, <laughs> ridiculous no, no. stuff. Let, let, let's leave Final Fantasy 7 alone because it was awesome. No, I mean, great. I'm not hating, but I'm just saying like... It's hard to look at. It's really hard to look at now. I mean, it's at- so interesting... It's so interesting the way that like that polygonal phase, like the N64 PS1 era uh, is just like... It's just... Yeah, I mean, there's nostalgia for it in a certain way, but it's like there's something it just doesn't translate to to the modern eye like the like pixel graphics still do right like really beautiful pixel sprites will still look awesome like i still will right. boot up some of those games even like mario 3 and you're like this looks like it could have been made in like you know by an indie studio yesterday yeah you know um just because it's like just it's something about it it's just oh, like Musashi. nice yeah i still check and like I still champion these, the PS One era. They still look. They still look cool. Like the, the there's there's still something nostalgic about it. It's just the um, mm-hmm. it's just like the textures and stuff are so low poly that you're like, or so like <laughs> low low pixel, you know. But I think yeah. that I think that's what's great about it is that like if you remaster a game like this, then you know you just make it a high resolution and it still works. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you're gonna have those flat matte painting fucking. <laughs> textures everywhere of course uh but like at least it won't be pixelated like you look at this guy and it's like i mean what is he in like two 200p or something like they're doing their best with the so- with the hardware they have you know yeah i mean and, and it still look it great it's a different time right exactly and and there there is like a uh with devs these days there's like a nostalgic factor to this type of stuff too where like they will specifically make the game to look pixelated like it's a PS1 game because that is like an art style thing, like feeding on the nostalgic, uh, you know, thing inside us millennials. Like we just love that look. It just brings up like the comfort food, like you were talking about earlier, Gage. Uh, mm. And there is a charm to that. But I mean, like then the next era happened and all these younger kids all really only look fondly upon the PS2 and the GameCube era. Um, well, I don't like them, so it's fine. <laughs> but let's look at an N64 game. Give me an N64 game Those really kids. quick. They don't know. I mean, I think up. I think one of the best looking N64 games, Banjo Tooie looks really good, and then, um, 
let's see. Banjo Tooie. Was it? What was the? I think Banjo Tooie is pretty pretty height graphics at that time. And then this what was the other HD. game? I mean, P- Perfect Dark arguably looks pretty good. Um, okay, Perfect Dark, N sixty four original graphics. Yeah, no, that looked man. What an incredible game, huh? This this video it, is a side by side. So let's take a look. Nice, nice. So. Oh, interesting on the 360. Yeah, totally. intro versus the 360 version. Um, they just added some, added some. Uh, yeah, it looks like depth. they added more like depth, like more depth to the textures. Whereas like the N64 and the N64 itself had this where everything just felt so like smooth. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't yeah. as much detail. Um, and then. And then yeah. the, it's just the the way that the camera moves is a little different too, you know. Like it's like oh yeah, they had they had upped they had upped the way that like the y axis works a little bit, but yeah, for sure. But I mean, graphics still look good, you know what I mean? Especially because like you know we were I think already by this time on the N sixty four you would have been playing Lighting them up. Maybe the first ver- first versions of Counter Strike on on yeah. PC. Um, Counter Strike. So it's one point three. Yeah, it's certainly. That. It certainly looked better than that as far as just the flu you know, the fluidity of graphics, but it was still wasn't great, that's for sure. Or yeah. Half Life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the dude, this is when uh Counter Strike was a Half Life mod. Mod, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is when I started playing it. And then one but one point three is when things really started popping off. I guess they I guess they're kinda almost comparable, Perfect Dark in this. Like they're not this is where it starts to look a little bit more. Yeah, but even back then, dude, it was all about and you know, PC Master Race, right? Because PCs were always sure. more powerful than consoles back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the bullpup. I remember the bullpup. I loved that thing. <laughs> That's such a good rifle right there. This is this yeah. is starting to look like almost one point six slash uh source. Yeah. But, you know, graphics, man, they just kept getting better and better and better. And then we got uh, this game. You guys remember this game? Uh, I feel like this, like when graphics really popping off, this game right here was probably one of the games that like blew everyone's minds graphically the most to me. It's like the first time I really ever seen graphics where I was like, holy fuck, dude, what is happening here? You guys remember this? Luigi's Mansion 1 inter- for the GameCube? Isn't it interesting? Yeah, isn't it interesting that Nintendo used to be kind of a, a leader in that field? Yeah. Like, I remember Metro- I remember Metroid Prime also was one of those things where I was like, this is the best game I've ever seen. Like, you know, yeah. like graphics. Um, especially Absolutely. at least on console. Yeah. It, from my point of view, dude, the GameCube was Nintendo's best, like, graphical thing at for the time because sure. you know it had come out after the ps2 and the xbox if i'm not mistaken um yes so it's like they they had time on their side just a, maybe a better gpu or whatever um but man i just remember sit, like watching footage of this game and just being blown the fuck away and i'm like man the shadows the reflections or like super mario super mario sunshine just like with the water effects just looks so incredible um you know and and with the ps2 like like we had games like devil may cry and stuff it's still it just felt like an up res ps1 to me with the ps2 Mm -hmm. and like yes the graphics were good and i know later iterations of games in the life cycle of the ps2 really utilized uh the console to its fullest to get the most graphics out of it 
but uh i don't know i feel like the gamecube in that era was was like tops miguel what are your thoughts um i mean overall i i, I only had a gamecube so i am a little biased in that regard mm-hmm. but at the same time i don't think i there was any of those games ever really blew me away yeah I think of any of those games going oh my god it looks so good yeah just i don't know um, Res- Res- Resident Evil Four, I remember being a, a pretty big wow moment for me. Um, yeah, that might have been that might have been more because of the gameplay than the graphics themselves. Yeah, but I, but it was you know yeah it was. I think the graphics look great. Oh, I they no, the they did. I just meant up. like I think it was. I think a lot of it happened to do with with the the gameplay at this point, like being a, mm-hmm. being no longer tank controls. You know, I thought I think right, it, but. Yeah, and I'm it was just also saying, during that era of games that started getting pretty gray and brown too. So yeah, this game kind of was in the gray and brown section as well, though. I mean, looking at the textures yeah. right here as well. I mean, yeah. the, like Medal of Honor and all those games and stuff. But like this game looked great because the character textures were like high definition, but also like smooth, not um, like high definition but not pixelated. If that makes sense. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It felt like no, it everything that was higher definition had to also be downscaled on the pixel count, uh, in a way, like w- on the texture uh, faces. You know what I mean? Yeah, things would get smooth and kind of yeah. like like textureless. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like GameCube did a great job of like having high res but also smooth textures. So it just felt like a really great HD experience. Uh, and and the, honestly, in my mind, it wasn't until the xbox 360 came out that like and you know this is all foregoing pc pc was already blowing all the shit out of the water at this time like when gamecube was out i had a pc that was like fucking looking a million times better and all the console kids were like oh that's stupid what do they got on there minesweepers you know fucking greg miller (laughs) type of people um but i'm like oh well i mean you're not playing these games and in those games and they're just looking amazing dude um, but then the 360 came out when you can like take the power of a PC game and the graphics of a PC game and obviously Unreal Engine, I think three or two at that point in time, um, and put it on your big screen TV, which was like, yeah. wow. I remember going to this one kid's house and they had a 360 there and we fucking played Fight Night, Fight Night Round 3, I think. Is that the yeah, one that was on three. Xbox 360? round two and round three were on 360 but yeah dude i was like wow video games just can't they just can't look better than this yeah the moments in round three where it would go to like first person and you'd like have those punch outs you know what i mean and yeah. you'd like see the see the like swelling on people's faces and stuff that was insane to me yeah no and and oblivion now in hindsight looks like garbage um because of the the choices that the choices they made in that game but i remember at the time like especially the atmosphere and like the actual world of oblivion looking Mm -hmm. like i just i saw the i still remember the first time i saw the trailer for it because i loved morrowind so much and i was like no way there's a new bethesda game and i looked at it and was just like oh graphics will never look better than this but yeah it's funny dude oh i remember this so well yeah and like the sweat would beat off of them and stuff and like when, yeah, when it do those slow motion punches, and I'm not sure if we'll actually see that happen in this video. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, when you knock them out, it's like you're punching them in the face, and you're seeing the fucking sweat come off the face, and the 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 skin of the mouth kind of like... like Ripple, ripple yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, exactly. 
like it was just insane and the lighting effects with the bloom lighting in the background everything like i was just blown the fuck away dude oh god that guy got knocked um (laughs) to me this was the benchmark for for the the, the xbox 360 like this right here totally look at that exactly look at that shit man particle effects i mean it's everything colors it's just man that's when you knew that we were turning a corner in video game graphics. Um, Miguel, what was the best looking 360 game that you've ever played? Real life. No. <laughs> jiggle physics. <laughs> <laughs> you might guess, remember the jiggle slider, dude? You yep. turned that jiggle all the way up. What's your age? Yep, yep, I yep. think it was. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, man. That's pretty ridiculous. Um, what, uh, you know, in the interest of saving time, um, we uh we found we got some news about some so we've been seeing a lot of new stuff this uh recently especially with ces that just happened there was a couple of unreal engine 5 demos oh yeah and um and then recently this last week we had a news story that came out about this like uh body cam footage that that came around and looked uh like it was just like i don't know like a weird body cam version that was like meant to look like a video game but then yeah we found out later that it actually potentially potentially is a video game and it's a weird one i feel like we don't know all the <laughs> whole story about it yet and the developer seems to be like some small team but um yeah but unreal engine 5 man i'm I, uh, we were talking about fortnite during my wife new and like the difference between fortnite on a switch for instance right. versus on the, my xbox series x right now is insane like it's the particle crazy. effects the atmosphere the way the world loads in and everything is just even the draw distance like we can literally physically shoot people who are further away in the 360 version <laughs> i mean in the in the xbox series x version than than in other games you know it's wild yeah, yeah what we're looking at right now is uh engage thanks for supplying all this footage man is uh this is footage from uh, i believe is white run in Skyrim, yep. un, uh, yeah, rebuilt yeah. in Unreal Engine Five, and you know, just going <laughs> going through what we just went through, I mean, yeah, there was what a few generations PS3, PS4, Xbox One, blah blah blah, all that shit, um, and I feel like the jumps to 4K were noticeably great, but nowadays I feel like you know jumping to the newest consoles now, uh, it's not right away. Uh, noticeable like the huge difference between the last generation at the end till until now but now that things like unreal engine 5 are coming out like this is the future and it's like totally just taking a step back like how fucking real does this look to you guys seriously it is it's really good insane to me like just this footage is crazy and we'll we'll build up to the other video because i want to kind of just quickly show all the ones well, except I was for say, that. The other video, well, I have comments on that one personally. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get um, to that one in just a sec. Uh, I just want to show a couple other ones really fast here. Um, but that white that white fall uh, footage is just, or excuse me, uh, white run. White run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, just the way that like insane. you know lighting now lighting makes such a difference and just the the feeling of being in a space. Um, pretty soon, this stuff. I mean, I think Senua's Sacrifice, Hellblade, the original Hellblade, was already pretty amazing. I mean, there was so much stuff that people said was, you know, there was like some V. Um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, the stuff that Mortal Kombat used to use. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's like video 
that's used in game or whatever. But the you know so much of Senua's actual facial expressions and her her acting performance was so amazing. Um, like yeah, this is insane, this. and the stuff the stuff that the Matrix demo was doing. If you guys experienced oh, yeah. that, dude, yeah, yeah. It uh, this type of stuff is where the uncanny valley. I think like hinges a little bit more because a human face is something that like our brain is so yeah. intrinsically like wired to like recognize right We're so getting... it, it's like yeah it's the hardest thing to break immersion on right but i think in level design and atmosphere is where like get the next gen of u engine 5 games are going to just be like oh, this is just real you know so yeah i think they just need to maybe watch out for the inflections being a little too over animated and like the teeth being too big essentially like it's a lot of <laughs> mouth being too big that is the the pitfall of the uncanny valley like level of this but just it's crazy like just seeing the way that their face like these faces are moving and graphics are just starting to blow me away and j- i mean the, the whole point of this conversation is like when are we going to get to that point where it's indistinguishable from reality? And that brings us to the the main video here that we're going to watch this unrecord video here. Uh, <laughs> so we got footage of this game uh, and we, I honestly like, I c- did not believe this is true, like actual graphics. Um, but as you can see with the engine here and everything, like this is real, this is actual game footage. So, just take a look. Um, oh man, it's it's just insane. Um, it's now, something about the way it's something about the way that they're like also treating the camera and the fact yeah. that it's like a slight fish a slight fish eye, and that the movement feels like frantic yeah. in the way that like if you move your arm quickly, you can move your arm quickly, or you can move it smooth, right? So yeah. it's like I feel like all video games, the motion is smooth so that you're not like getting dizzy. Yeah the way that your real movement works but in this they don't do that they make it more frantic and it it uh it fucks with your head man super weird it's hard to believe man this just looks so real and it's really the lighting effects that like trip me out like when he does this quick flyby here uh when when the camera is like hitting the the windows it's doing like that bloom effect that would happen to your normal eyes but the way it's affecting the footage is just it's too real it's crazy yeah just that right there yeah just that little thing just drains the the light from your eyes for a second because of the brightness like he keeps looking up here with the camera and like just the way that your eyes sort of adjusting to it like the way yeah, a body the tr- cam would. It's, ugh, look yeah, at it's like the ISO, like the trees fade in and out because you get that flash of blight- brightness and then the clouds kind of start to come into focus from the background. Like, yeah. that's got to be so... I have no idea how the physics of, of that is working in Game Engine. That's so it, amazing. It feels like an old .mov file that we're watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this yep, is yep, fucking yep. video game footage here. Um, and I'm going to bring up the actual footage from the unrecord, uh, video that I, uh, I had pre- previously, but Miguel, you have some thoughts on this, man. Let's hear. Um, Ooh, I don't know. Me. I feel like once it starts getting too realistic, I'm become uninterested. Yeah. I hear that. Okay. Only, only because, uh, at the end of the day, it's like, I play games to not, Mm-hmm. deal with not 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 in the sense that i don't want to deal with reality but like it's an escapism essentially yeah right? to escape reality. so I, I don't need to 
play a game that's super hyper realistic. I, I still mm. want it to have a little bit of like a style. Yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. And um, I was having a conversation uh, with a friend about this recently, where they basically said, um, once the graphics start having a style and everything looks super realistic, this is the reason they don't play Bethesda games. Okay. Is that they become uninterested. Yeah. Interesting. Once it starts becoming, and, and we're, I would argue that Bethesda isn't super realistic, but it, mm. it, it, it it's that's what it's going for. But there's still kind of a style to it. Yeah. Sure, sure. Right. I, mean, I, I, you know, I was just talking to Aishu about this too, where it's like, I mean, for me, the thing that stands out with this footage the most is that it's unnerving and it feels, it feels yeah. kind of, you like, unhinged. I don't want to shoot, I don't <laughs> want to shoot these people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels kind of, feels kind of gross. You know, like, right? And, um. I don't know. There's also something about the premise of this game with like you're being a cop and you're yeah. killing you're killing yeah. quote unquote criminals and stuff. There's some stuff I don't like about people, it, but yeah. you know, I mean, even where even if you were shooting Covenant right here, I still feel like it might just feel a little bit like Ugh, it's like kind of Neil Blum campy, you know? If you ever see like yeah, um, D District Nine and that kind of stuff, it, it's it's yeah. like it. The realism of it and the shaky cam and the found footageness of it just makes much. it feel kind of kind of gross i don't know yeah. um so there's something to be said about like is it art style <clears throat> that really makes the magic of video games and like the, our imaginations kind of run with it because i think mm -hmm. for even for me like morrowind has such a definitive style and then oblivion right. really has a different very different style that so i don't it, like as much as morrowind and then skyrim, skyrim is really is more same, like yeah, yeah more skyrim's viking. more verging on realism or yeah. you know more realistic it's more realism. viking yeah. It's more Viking. I'd say the most realistic-looking Bethesda game so far is uh, uh, Fallout 4. Yeah, totally. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Or 76, I guess. Same, it's and same even engine. then, I argue that it's still kind of, in a way, you could tell it's not real. Right. Like, there's still an art style to it. Like, mm -hmm. even, um, I think the game that has made me go, oh my god, look at those graphics, was probably, as much as I hated the game, was... Um, it's that fucking game, uh, the the Kojima game. Oh, Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding. I yeah. hate that game. But <laughs> it looks amazing. It really does look very, very, very good. Incredible. Miguel, you remember when we were in Ireland? I kept saying, like, dude, Death Stranding everywhere. Yeah. Like, look, look, the rover. Yeah, but, dude, like, seriously. It's really, really good. Yeah. And, like, realistic, but in a way, it's not super realistic. That, yeah. that was when I was kind of like, that's probably the only game I've ever seen where I was like, mm. oh my God, this looks crazy. Yeah, but that footage I saw for that, for, I was like, yeah. well, one, like you said, Gage, Unrecorded. the premise of the game. Yeah, nah. I'm not really down with it. Like police yeah, simulator. Then, like, I don't want it to look too real. Once yeah. it yeah, starts yeah. looking too real, it's like too what's real. the point? I can just walk outside. Yeah, the um, fair enough. I mean, it's all subjective. It's all subjective, obviously. Yeah, it's all your the your the, uh, the the engine that Death Stranding in the Decima engine. Um, I haven't played the game yet, but Horizon. Uh, Forbidden West or whatever, like that's one of those games. It's definitely super stylized, yeah. but I'd say the graphics in that game, I seem to me to be some of the best I've ever seen for Same. sure. Like, yeah, I definitely can't wait um, to eventually get to that game after I beat about ten others. Uh, <laughs> got a lot on my plate here. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see. I can't wait till engine. I can't wait till Unreal Engine Five starts to be more prevalent in in uh, kind of like the next. I hope this generation goes on a little bit longer with the Series X and the PS5 so that we can see studios who have already put a game out 
uh, transition to Unreal Engine 5 and yeah. get a game out on this gen before the next hardware upgrade. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But I totally agree with you. Uh, I can't wait to see. I mean, on on the Xbox Series X, I think our next like amazing graphical feast is going to be uh, the next uh, Hellblade game. Uh, that yeah. is being made in Unreal Engine 5. Every all the footage I've seen of it is just like jaw dropping, uh, graphically. It, I mean, again, there's that realism, Miguel, but of course, it's also like essentially dark fantasy. So there's a level of okay, this isn't just life, right? Running around yeah. as some asshole cop in a tatted up uh, abandoned warehouse. That's too much. That's too much. It's too real, right? And that's uh, that's Coming what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I feel like there should still be kind of like a style to it. Mm-hmm. Um. And I would argue that a lot of the studios have a style that they right. go with. But once it starts getting too real for me, it's just like I lose interest. There's I, this. I, I can't. I, it, 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 it's early on, right? So who knows? Totally. Maybe I'll like that game. I don't know. I mean, I can't wait to see what uh, the Playground Studios, who does um, Forza Horizon, they're doing uh, Fable. And we haven't seen anything from that game besides oh a God. CG cutscene. <laughs> But and who knows? Who knows where that game is at? But I hope I hope that I hope to see a graphical jump for that. Okay, one tiny like la- one last uh, graphical thing to just kind of reveal is this Immortals of Avam game that. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, they, they just dropped like a gameplay trailer. Um, I don't know if this is in the best quality right now, but just wanted you guys to see what's going on with this. Uh, I, I watched part of this yesterday. It's a new EA original game. Where you're like a mage it's like almost like science fiction slash high fantasy uh it's still yep, a shooter yeah. so you're like shooting magic out of your gauntlet but then you're doing all these spells and overall i think this game is looking really good and super cool like the particle of particle effects are insane and to, to me like this is the sweet spot that you want i mean flashy crazy look good but not like i'm really there you know what i mean <laughs> And I, th- I yep. don't know. That might be the hurdle of millennials, and uh, we won't even talk about any generations before us, honestly. But for millennials uh, and older, like I think it'll be hard for us to want to put on a VR headset and the game be like literally lifelike graphics because it's going to. There's like probably a like there's parts of our brain that just can't accept it, and it's just gonna feel like creepy and weird. But then the Gen Z kids. They're going to play games that look lifelike and it's just going to be like whatever. And like that that's my prediction for the future to be honest. But then this still feels like a video game, you know? I, I wouldn't be surprised so. if that's the case, but then you get that uh whole uh you know, like Ready Player 1 type thing where they're all stuck in like <laughs> This is what <laughs> I'm talking about. In, like this virtual world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Honestly. I mean cuz like I wouldn't be surprised. So many kids out there are just like they just live, live virtually in, in so many ways, you know what I mean? And like this is like we are getting closer and closer to the Oasis being real. Uh, sure. And it was it will be Fortnite. Fortnite will you know Unreal yeah. will create the true Oasis, and people will go to school in the game, and it'll be d- undiscernible from real life. Um, but it'll also feature characters from every fucking popular franchise, just like Which Ready. Makes no sense, but like it, it is what it is. It, it doesn't need to make sense, okay? It's money, dude. It's, I'm old. Money. That just means I'm old at this point, and it's totally fine. I know. Okay, hey, man, you can go to can't a Travis Scott 
concert in there and be like, whoa, there's Travis Scott. <laughs> Seven and up. not die and not get killed because at the other <laughs> Travis Scott concerts. Don't get trampled, get bro. Yeah. Don't get tra- what I, I mean, we're not pushing up to the front. We're, I think we're all at the age where we're staying in the back of the crowd. At every, I like the lawn, festival. you know. Like the, yeah, no, the, I'm, I'm old. I don't go up front anymore, really. So like it's all to, good. to be honest, we're not even buying fucking festival tickets that aren't VIP anymore because we need well, to be separate. Right. Like we need to well, be separate. To be honest, most of the people I see are probably saying. older than I am at this point. So. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, the, uh, so, the life yeah. is beautiful. The life is beautiful lineup left left something to be desired. I was thinking I about agree. trying to come out for it. I totally agree. But kind of whatever. Kind of whatever. To be honest with that, and I won't I won't derail too much. Uh, it's just been kind of the same artists every year, and there's a couple new ones that I've never heard of. And so, like, unless there's another great lineup, I don't know. I'm just out, dude. I don't care. We don't care. I think I'll anymore. keep my eye out. Like if there's any of the artists that play life is beautiful, like if they go play the Brooklyn bowl or something the next night or like something like that, like maybe I'll come out to a show um, for I that. Mean, or but, you could just yeah. come out for a concert at Brooklyn, Brooklyn bowl regardless. And we could all go 100%. Or 100%. you just come out and hang out. You don't have you to yeah, there's that come, too. You know, you guys, probably. I have Might a guest as, room. I fucking have a guest room. Noodles. You guys could gladly sleep in my guest room. That's you don't I'm have all to about even it. stay at a hotel. I'm going to take you up on it. Mochi, Mochi Squeeze in the chat said, yeah, I thought the lineup was going to be better since it's their 10 year. Yeah, no, it's just more of the same shit. It's the same, like, fucking artists. There's, like, maybe 10 different artists, and I don't even know who they are. Well, so, I, I just wanted, like, those anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted at least, like, some of the DJ booths and stuff to be, like, a little bit more filled up with some people, but I hey, don't know. Hey, EDC is still fun for that. You know what I mean? That's true. So, That's true. I don't know. But I can't go through Sounds like days. a lot. Sounds I would like a die. lot to me. One day's good. Yeah. One day's totally fine. And then I could sleep for two days after. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Uh, should we get Miguel out of here? Uh, well, we could just uh, we could hit the endorsements and get the fuck out of here as a team. How, how's that sound, guys? Let's, let's do it. Uh, just one last sentence. I mean, what are your thoughts on video game graphics? Uh, you feel like we're in a good place? Are you excited? Like, it's quick, quick thought. I'll say overall, like I think we're in a good place. Um, cool. But once things start getting hyper realistic for me, mm-hmm. anyway, it's I, I kind of don't care about that. At least the indie space is alive and well, and we're getting yeah. the vibes of nostalgia a lot. And there's a, I mean, at least these days there's a variety of video games that all look a variety of ways, and so there's really something for everyone out there, which is great. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? If you if you like to romanticize the 2D graphics, we still got brand new amazing 2D graphic games. You know what I mean? And that's my point. Or or HD 2D, which is my personal favorite oh, currently. Dude. Yeah, I still got to play all those. Those all those new Square games that are HD 2D are just jaw dropping. Even on the Switch, they look incredible, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I wanna I want a Pokemon in that style, like a. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Someone did that. Them. Yeah. Yeah. God, <laughs> well, give it to me. Uh, we'll link it below. I'm not going to pull it up, but there's a v- cool ass video where they put it into the HD2D style uh, Pokemon Red and Blue, I believe. Uh, and it looks... Give it to me. Fucking give it to us, dude. That's the remake yeah. we want. Uh, any work. any other thoughts? We'll move straight into endorsements. That sounds great. All right, let's rock and roll. Any, who's Who has an endorsement this week? I got one. Any? Jalapeno Ruffles. Ooh. Oh, jalapeno Very Ruffles. Very good. I, I was expecting nothing. Um, and uh, I was very surprised. Is it jalap- jalapeno ranch? 
Lime jalapeno. Oh, lime and jalapeno. Yeah, I see that. Yes. Bring cool. that up right here. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Nice, dude. I'm gonna try that up. Sounds classic good. ruffles. I haven't had a ruffle in a minute. Yeah, you don't you don't like the ridges, dude? Oh no, I'm down with the ridges. I just haven't you know, I just haven't really gone for it in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Like, who doesn't love the ridges? The Come ridges on. are the best part. Give me those queso fucking ruffles, dog. They're they're great. They're yes. great dipping chips too. I find that ruffles yeah. hold up pretty good. Yeah. It's because of the the bridges, dude. It, it absorbs more ridges. sauce. <laughs> it's like a fucking Ryan sauce gets ridges. in the ridges. Cuts <laughs> right through that that, yeah. that French onion or whatever I'm dipping. They're structurally sound. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible stuff, man. <laughs> Um, shit, I have nothing. I don't got any endorsements. I, I'll, I'll, stall, I'll stall you for a second. Uh, mm. I'm going to endorse this little gadget right here. This is a JBL Clip 3, I believe it's called. Mm. Um, it's a little Bluetooth. It's a little, yeah, it's a little Bluetooth speaker, but um, it's waterproof, which is cool. You can fully dunk it in underwater. So I, I hang it in my shower, and that's pretty nice. Um, but you can also just clip it to your belt, and if you're, like, doing chores around the house, like I was vacuuming earlier, and I just... Uh, you know, throw it on there, and if you got a podcast on or some tunes, and the, and JBL makes really high quality speakers. They're really actually bassy and good. So yeah, and they're only like sixty bucks. So cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I'll I'll do this because we just got one. Uh, GE French door refrigerators, pretty Whoa. awesome. Um, yeah. Great, you know, we, uh, the people who installed it. Uh, also, Lo- I'll endorse Lowe's because, you know, they had a great sale and they, uh, those, dude, those guys, the, they installed my fridge. It was incredible. Okay. Just watching those guys work. I was like, wow, how'd they do that? And like, so I have this metal step right in front of my door that's all fucked up. And every time everyone steps on it, like falls off and they kept accidentally stepping on it after I told them. But like I watched this dude hold out a, a haul out a fridge, and I, you know, cautioned him about the step, and I don't know what he did, dude. He like dropped it down and lifted it up, and floated it over the fucking step, and I was just like, these are some professionals. So, you know, way to go. Shout out to the insulation go. guys, man. They're they're incredible. But uh, you need a new fridge? You should get one of these, man. You get get like a fridge with the French doors. Uh, with the bottom freezer, I mean, we've increased our space like thirty fold. It's incredible stuff, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't champion it enough. Uh, also, it's got like the, it doesn't have like the ice and water thing like on the front, so it's like it doesn't take up all a bunch of space. You know, it still has the water inside and has like an ice bucket you can scoop ice out. So pretty cool. I don't know. Looking for a new fridge? Hit up blows. Get a GE. Hell yeah. It's for you, baby. Uh, all right, guys. <laughs> this is a fun uh, Sunday episode. Miguel has stuff to do. We're going to get the fuck out of here. I'm going to make a bunch of brats right now. I got brats. Ooh. I got Texas cheddar worst. And then I have uh, like two packages of hot links. I'm going to make elote. Uh, we wow. got potato salad. Uh, and I think we might even have ruffles in this house. Show me potato salad. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, uh, let me, here, hold on. Shut it. Did you hear that? <laughs> Shut it. Uh, that was from Ninja Turtles. Let's get, let's get one more soundboard. Glasses, jacket, shirt. Call me glasses, jacket, shirt man. Okay, no, that is wow, a good. you've got. That is a good really one. You've really gone deep on the sound, that, soundboard. That is, that is a good one. 
<laughs> but here we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna lead out on this uh, classes classic clip right here. You crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. That is good. Party. Uh, <laughs> thank you for watching, listening, whatever you do. Uh, Neon Pocket Dimension. Uh, check us out live. Twitch.tv slash Neon Pocket Dimension. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Not this next Tuesday because we just did an episode Sunday. But most of the Tuesdays. But, hey, we'll do some kind of game stream or something fun this Tuesday. Uh, or you could check us out on YouTube if you go to uh, YouTube.com slash at Simple Odd Valley Studios. Find us on Twitter, at least for now, at NPD Squad. We're all here for you. We're all doing nerdy shit. We're going to have some fun. Uh, we hope you guys have fun out there. Have a great weekend. And you guys, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. See you next time.